Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Two teams left. Do you feel like we're getting the best possible Super Bowl here, given that we have the best quarterback on one side and we've got the best overall roster on the other side with the San Francisco 49ers. I think so, right? From a football standpoint, it feels that way. Baltimore, San Francisco probably would have felt about the exact same way. So I, I think the final four was pretty darn good in terms of storylines and, and where it all ended up. But, yeah, this feels like it, if we were sitting here in preseason, right, these are probably two teams everybody would be picking out of the gate. So it's kind of a nice bookend to how this all, all started off. Is there a consistency with those two teams in terms of the way they manage the cap or the way that they've structured their roster? I know the quarterback position is wildly different, but outside of that, do you see any commonalities between these two? No, really not at all. Kansas City has kind of ripped it all down um, and made some real poignant, simplified draft picks to reinvigorate that defense. San Francisco's been exactly the opposite, right? It's been just really just give me everybody. Give me everybody with a name. We'll make it work. We just want seven at every position. Uh, we'll take, you know, modified contracts, and we'll restructure as we need to. So it's been – Kansas City is on the way up right now. They're going to have a lot of contracts they have to get to in terms of extensions in the next 18 to 24 months. San Francisco's pretty well paid right now outside of the quarterback position, and uh, they just have to be able to kind of grin and bear it here and shell out a heck of a lot of cash. But – Two very different rosters in terms of how they look contractually, even though they both live in the same world here. And one is paying up for the running back position, and the other is using a late-round draft pick in Isaiah Pacheco. Is this good for the running back position? Because oftentimes we look at the teams that are left in the final two in the Super Bowl, and we say, ah, here we go, another example of how you don't need to pay the running back position, something that you and I talk about all the time. But McCaffrey being there and being a big reason why the 49ers are there, could this curry some favor for guys when they enter into negotiations? I knew you were going to go here. I, I, went, I tried it. to go yeah. here. I, yeah. I tried to go here on my pod on, on Monday because I always try to evaluate positionally who's kind of making a stand here. Unfortunately, I think McCaffrey being here is bad. He's a unicorn. He's the one of one. Nobody's usurped that number. It's not on accident. So the only reason it's a positive is that there's more reason for every college running back to try to look like this guy, right? Because this is the only thing standing on top of the mountain. It's the only number that hasn't been eclipsed really in the last five years. So it's just another reason why everybody has to try to be Christian McCaffrey. I know it's easier said than done, but... Pacheco being on their side of this is terrible for this position because it's a $77,000 signing bonus that's for four years that the, that the Chiefs get the bank off here. So it's, I don't think it's done anything to move the market by any means. Yeah, yeah. McCaffrey being a one-of-one one and then the other side of the equation really balancing out any sort of perception change. You're right. I guess it really doesn't do much. We're talking to Mike Gennetti from SpotTrack.com. Very well scouted that I would ask that question, by the way. Uh, for the two teams that came up short, the Ravens and the Lions, what kind of changes can we expect from these rosters? Do you think that, by and large, both of them are going to look like a mirror image of themselves come next season? It should. You know, I had, I had a lot of trouble finding where this team has to rip it up and start over. If anything, 
the Lions just have to pay a heck of a lot of money to keep this band together in terms of some tackles and the quarterback position for sure. Uh, and Baltimore's it's kind of in the San Francisco mode where there's a heck of a lot of nice contracts on this roster. There's some defensive movement that's going to happen in the secondary, and they're probably going to lose Patrick Queen, who maybe the next $20 million off-ball linebacker when it's all said and done. Uh, no really notable free agents outside of what I just mentioned here. So I think both these teams should have the ability to run it all back, and Detroit bringing back their coaching staff is certainly a good start as well. Yeah. Were you surprised that Ben Johnson decided to go back to Detroit? It seemed like he would have had his pick of the Commanders or the Seahawks, two really good jobs that are still available. You know, I, I think I am the guy for this one because it really feels like Brian Dayball here two years ago. He, uh, he turned down the head coaching gigs one year after sort of really making his mark as the OC here in Buffalo because he wanted to give one more shot with Josh Allen to try to win a Super Bowl. That seems exactly what's happening here with Ben Johnson. He's reading the climate. He knows he's going to be a hot commodity next year. He just wants to win this thing with Detroit and then see where things land in 2025. So I think I get it. I don't know if it's going to work, but I understand wanting to go back there for one more season. So we've only got two job openings in the NFL as it stands right now. just talked about them. Just, it doesn't look like Belichick is getting a job. Do you think it's the market speaking, or is it Belichick in a position where he can be very selective? Belichick doesn't have to take a job right now. I think uh, that's where a lot of the conversation has been leaning towards. But which do you think is more likely, that Belichick is being selective or that the market has decided we don't really want Bill Belichick? I probably would have leaned that he is just being really picky and wants to make sure that his next situation benefits his legacy but he took two interviews with Atlanta which throws completely everything off for me like if he had to do that there must not be anything else there right there really must not be people calling and saying hey if you just let us hire a GM and a president of football operations above you we're all going to be happy and make this thing work together so I don't I really don't think it's that I, I just don't think at his age with his situation and his draft history that there's a there's just a big line waiting for Bill Belichick right now it's just interesting to me because I, I keep hearing this um, this excuse, I'll call it, like with Raheem Morris going to Atlanta, that some of these teams want someone young to come in and be able to grow with the organization. Why are we acting like coaches last a long time in their position all of a sudden? Yeah, that's a, that's a phenomenal point, right? This is a three- to four-year window for everybody. Every player, every coach, every GM, everybody in the building. So... Uh, that doesn't make any sense to me. If you want to say that they bring a fresh look and modern analytics and all that, I guess I could buy that a little bit more. But no, if if it's about having a guy here for 15 years, that's just not sports in America anymore. Right. Mike Donetti, sports financial analyst, the best in the game. Find his work over at SpotTrack.com. I was on there today looking at Markel Fultz and Jonathan Isaac's contract. Also download that SpotTrack podcast. Mike and I drop an episode together every Thursday afternoon. Absolute dynamite. Thanks so much, Mike. Thank you. Right, we got uh, we've got texts pouring in. Tea time is coming up, and Tyler's got thoughts on his mind. But if I may, we need to read some of the the, the names of these artists that have that have been percolating on the text line. We don't need to do it right now, but but Tyler, if if you could just fit this in, squeeze this into tea time. I gotta get I gotta get to some of these. Well, yeah, we'll we'll, we'll get around to them okay. because I have not seen this until just now when you brought it up and. It's an interesting wow. list, and I disagree with most of it, and we can talk about that during tea time next. We-
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.